You're a monster! Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with your host, Caleb, and my boy, Devin. Devin, what's up, dude? Yo, how are you, Caleb? I can't complain, man. I'm excited to talk some football. Guys, we've got some monster news. A lot of monster news. Let's actually state that. A ton of news (laughs) to talk about today. And then we got to take it or leave it that we're going to be doing later on. Um, Guys, just as a reminder, if you are missing the deucer like we are, uh, just send some thoughts and prayers his way, man, as he's dealing with some stuff. And we want to keep showing him some love. You can find him on all of our social media pages at the Monsters FB. Hashtag the deucer. Let's jump in some monster news here. I know one of the big things for you, man, and you knew it was coming, but it still hurts. But Jonathan Taylor's yeah, no. out this week. Yeah. No, it uh it's it's crazy too. It's it's not just the fact of Taylor being out, but it's the fact Javante Williams also being out. Like this Thursday night matchup was supposed to be two great stud young running backs <laughs> against each other. You know, and now we're gonna have nine what? Hines and Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Hines and also Lindsay's being brought up for this game too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but garbage. Maybe. I mean, he doesn't fumble. That's something our team needs. <laughs> I think that's something the Broncos need as well right now. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, man. It was supposed to be, it, it still could be an interesting game. I honestly, man, I think it's the, it's going to be the, it's going to be a very strange battle. Um, not to dive bulge too much into the Thursday night, but Two quarterbacks that moved in the offseason, kind of struggling at the beginning of the year, wide receivers that aren't having great season, running backs that are extremely talented, but both kind of underwhelming and underperforming. So it's, it was going to be a really interesting yeah. game. Um, yeah. But it still sucks, man, because this is, you know, like we said that a uh, couple, uh, couple of episodes ago, this is the first time Jonathan Taylor's missing a game, like ever. It's just missed his first practice ever, yeah, you know, right. uh, this week and now missing a game, you know, it's, it yeah, sucks. It's, not, it's not, not good. And I hope this doesn't kind of foreshadow anything coming through. I really hope he gets his stuff squared away and he can be back. Uh, another one, and this is actually a huge hitter for fantasy, um, fantasy players as well is Cordell Patterson. Surprisingly having another solid season down in Atlanta is now hit the IR and he'll be at a minimum of four games. Yeah. Yeah. No good. Um, but we'll get into uh, some more about Atlanta later. Um, and positive news Brian Robinson has been cleared. Uh, Washington running back who was shot, uh, what, like a, barely a month Less ago? Less than a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right at a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's insane at the progress he's been able to come back. Um, and he looks great, man. If you look at any of the videos that he's uh, posted, he looks really good coming in and out of cuts. Doesn't even look like it's been much of an issue. Um, so I'm really excited um, to see him come back. They'll probably still have him run behind Gibson for the first week, but I have a feeling that he's going to take over. And he is yeah. not rostered in a lot of places. Yeah, that, definitely go grab <laughs> him on that waiver. If 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 he wasn't already grabbed this morning, yeah. um, you know, grab him. Uh, but definitely stash him. And if you have Gibson, I'm I'm saying it now. Sell now. Sell yeah, high. Sell get, high. Get rid of him while you can. Yeah, yeah. Definitely get rid of Gibson. Um, and last but not least, um, for my point before Devin hops in with all of his fun stuff too, is uh, Cole Beasley retired and. Well, ironically enough, he wants to throw some shade at Tom Brady 
because he made it very clear that he is retiring to spend time with his family. In all honesty, good for him. He's had a hell of a career. Um, I mean, I'm kind of surprised he's retiring midseason. Um, but well, you know. if you, if you remember, he he didn't even start on a team this season, and with all the injuries that Tampa had, you know, he came in there for one game with Tampa. And, you know, I don't even think he did any. Okay. Nope. Sorry. Two games with Tampa, um, had five targets total for four receptions, um, and a total of 17 yards. So not like he did anything true. I mean, come and get paid, I guess. And that's fine. Um, but he, he had, he had a really solid career. Obviously you always think of Cole Beasley when he was in Dallas, um, had some really, really clutch catches. Um, but again, throwing shade at Tom Brady you know, with the, with the spending the time with the family. So, um, kind of a slap in the face. Um, but speaking of Tom Brady, uh, Devin, go ahead and run through this list. Uh, guys, listen to this list of, uh, just people right now. So this is just from today's uh, DNP. So these are did not practice players from today. And a lot of these guys they're saying are possibility aside from, I think the final two that I get down to, um, that there's a chance they're not playing this week. Right. Um, Amon Ra, uh, Swift, and even uh, DJ Chark. So that's three big players there from uh, one team. Yep. Mike Thomas and Jameis Winston, Hollywood Brown, Tom Brady, David Montgomery, Traylon Burks. So that was a lot of your big ones that they're saying it probably doesn't look like it. But then we also had J.K. Dobbins come out with a chest injury who did not practice today, mm-hmm. and they were checking into that. And Kyle Pitts came up with, I believe they said it was a leg injury today and did not practice. Um, kind of read a, I saw a tweet actually about Kyle Pitts and it, you know, I hate, I hate to see it as a Pitts owner. Um, but, uh, someone talked about Pitts not practicing today was basically Atlanta practicing their game script for Sundays. And <laughs> with, I'm like, it's kind of the case. I mean, they are not using this guy at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, yeah, it's bad, but man, what a list. I mean, these are some big players. I mean, obviously, you you know, Burke's being a rookie, uh, but I mean, Tom Brady, and I know we were talking, you know, earlier a little bit. I mean, he's got a pre- plethora of just crap going on with him and that's yeah. excluding his marriage and family. Right. I right. Mean, yeah. We're just talking injuries. Um, I want to say there was like four or five different issues that he's kind of dealing yeah, with. Yeah. They're, right they're, they're saying big, big thing being the right shoulder. And then I think mm-hmm. they said right ring finger, you know, so that's obviously on his throwing hand. That's going to cause some issues, not only throwing, but being able to hold onto that ball. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see if he's able to heal up and be able to play this weekend. Yeah, man. And if, if he doesn't play, is Kyle Trask still the, the backup down there? As of now on the depth chart, I'm actually showing Gabbert is listed above Trask. Oh, okay. So they got Blaine Gabbert there now. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, either way, I wouldn't be overly happy. So it doesn't matter. And I mean, the big effect here is, you know, the Mike Evans owners, the Chris Godwin owners, even Leonard Fournette owners. Um, Mm -hmm. Leonard Fournette has been a trade for person for me that I've been thinking about um, giving advice out for anybody that's looking for a running back. Go get him because I think he still is going to get a little bit more improved as the season goes on. But uh, yeah, man, that's just not not going to look good. So hopefully he can get it squared away. But let's be honest, he's forty five freaking years old, guys. I mean, <laughs> he's going to start slowing down, right? Yeah, you should probably be in a wheelchair anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not really. I don't want to alienate our older uh, older listeners, but I mean, I mean, he's literally like fragile as hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but all right, that's enough of that. Making fun of you know, the ageless wonder. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into take it or leave it. 
So, take it or leave it. Here's going to be my first one. Allen Robinson's lack of success is more on Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay than his talent. Take it or leave it. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I'm i there with you. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to necessarily go with McVay on this. I mean, obviously, I know there's some scheming in there with McVay, but Stafford just doesn't even look like Stafford of last year. You know, I mean, obviously, Cooper Cup is still having a phenomenal season, but that's being in that like hybrid role, kind of like Debo does. There's been a lot of handoffs to him, and he just he's able to get ridiculous separation, has great hands. He's always going to be that guy that's going to, you know, have big games. But there's been multiple games I've watched, and Robinson's wide open. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, does it? It does Stafford have a problem with Robinson? Is there, you know, an issue here? Why why won't he look his way? Yeah, I, I, I don't I, I really don't understand this whatsoever. I mean, Allen Robinson, I thought, you know, this offseason, I'm like, oh, man, he's going to be able to come revitalize his career here. I mean, it's going to be a perfect setup for him. It's just going to be it's going to be great. You know, it's going to be absolutely great. The lack of success and you go back and watch some film. He's wide open on plays. Now, I will say one thing I've also noticed, he does look a heck of a lot slower than he used to. So I don't know what that's about. Like getting off the line, I swear Cooper Cup's like 10 steps in and he barely got off the line by now. Like, so it is a little strange. Uh, but mm-hmm. at the same time, just looking at the, the only touchdown he had this year, it's a goal line fade on like the one yard line. Freaking gorgeous. He just blew past his defender. I mean, unbelievable. Wide open. I mean, five steps. Easily three to five steps on this guy. Mm-hmm. Wide open. All right. Why are you not doing that crap? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I just, I don't get it. I don't mind Cooper Cup getting 15 targets a game. But I saw this tweet that came out and it basically said, Sean McVay, it's out of his hands. Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because if you're the head coach and you call Allen Robinson's number, then what is it? Is he not getting open? Because I've seen him open. Is mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford refusing to throw to him? Then you guys have a locker room issue that needs to be resolved. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you right now, like OBJ didn't have this problem, but Deshaun nope. Jackson did. You know, like you, we can start kind of going through some other players that are having these issues. And I'm curious, you know, going back to when even when Stafford was in Detroit, he kind of did fi- like hyper fixate on one target. Yeah, it was it was Calvin Johnson. I mean, granted, Cooper Cup and Megatron both are absolute ridiculous receivers. So I understand wanting to fix it. Yes. You know, so I get that. But I mean, is that the problem? Is Stafford too one dimensional? Does he not know how to go through his reads? And so his read is Cooper Cup and that's all he wants to do. Like, is, is that the issue? Well, and the other thing with me, though, is the fact that like, Guys, he's still getting like 15 targets a game and like 13 of them are catches. So, like, obviously yeah. the defense isn't doing their job either. I get it. But you cannot throw to Cooper Cup like 40 times a, day, a game and expect to win. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. And the other problem, too, is this offensive line of the Rams looks so bad um, mm-hmm. compared to last year. So he's not getting a ton of time in that. So if he has to go through some reads, yeah, Allen Robinson may be open. But that offensive line isn't giving them enough time to get over to him. I don't know. I just think something has to change because Allen Robinson, to me, man, if I'm going to continue to get one to two targets a game, I was a number one 
I'm going to dip. Like, I'm out. Like, yeah. I would just request a trade and move on. Like, this isn't worth it to me. You can't revitalize your career if you're not even getting touches. From who he was two years ago, he doesn't even look like a shadow of that. And I don't think that's just necessarily on him. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. All right, next one. Take it or leave it. This one should be a lot of fun for us. Atlanta will win the NFC South. Atlanta will win it, the NFC South. Yeah. So that means they would take it. Because right now you've got Tampa, the Saints, Atlanta, and why am I drawing a blank on the other one? The uh, Panthers. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. we we obviously know the Panthers are, even though right now they're tied with the Saints, you know, at one and three, we know that the Panthers are going to be the last place in that division. Yeah. Matt Rule, need, just like almost where I'm at with Reich, Matt Rule needs gone. Um, he's been an absolute disaster. Um, Baker, while I don't think he's an elite quarterback, he is still a very good quarterback. And I mean, you've got a receiver in DJ Moore who looks like a ghost out there, the you know, whole, wide open, whole, just yeah. no one kind of the, kind of the same thing Robinson's almost facing here. Mm-hmm. Um, even CMC is starting to have, you know, some issues with it. You could see the frustration, the team's just not meshing. And what it seems to come down to is, you know, Matt rule just doesn't know how to coach. Yeah. I mean, he needs to step in at this point. Right. And then we've got the Saints. You know, obviously they're going to come back. They've got a good defense. Um, when Winston comes back, that's going to help that offense really step up. Olave has had a phenomenal rookie season so far. Um, we still haven't even really got to see um, Alvin Kamara. And, you know, that's obviously going to help that offense, you know, fire a little better. Oh, yeah. The speaking Bucks, of him, by the way, more nonster news, oh, yeah. rib injury. So keep an eye yeah. on that. Continue. Um <laughs> The Buccaneers, obviously, they're tied with the Falcons right now at the two and two mark. Um, and the Buccaneers, in my opinion, the only reason they have those wins is because their defense has yes. been absolutely gritty Stunner. out there. Yeah. Yeah. They are just, I mean, saving Brady's butt. Um, obviously, Fournette's had some good flashes, but their receiving core obviously has been pretty banged up. Now Brady's banged up. You know, that, so that's going to definitely play into it. But I mean, me and you actually had this conversation. I think it might have been on our last episode talking about how, uh, or maybe it was just us talking, but how the Falcons defense has been one of the big surprises mm-hmm. for us this year. Mm-hmm. But not only that, they're winning games. Their last game, they won with seven passes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, or, wow, I almost said Trubisky. Wow. <laughs> if Mariota can finally figure out what he's doing there and realize that you have, Drake, sorry, Drake London and Kyle Pitts, two ridiculous receivers mm-hmm. to throw to. I mean, and if not, then we've got, you got to have to take the Pittsburgh approach here and you got to get rid of him and let Ritter start doing his thing. And if they, if they can figure out that passing game and how to really utilize, I know London's had some big games, but if you could really utilize London and Pitts, split them down on the field, let one go, you know, bring them across each other to throw the defenses off that becomes an absolute monster of a team, especially when their defense is playing the way it is. Yeah, but let's just do this. If if Atlanta comes in, because they're playing the Bucs this weekend, if they come mm-hmm. in and they beat the Bucs this weekend and they take over the first place position in, in the division, I do not see or foresee a reason why they would switch to Ritter. No, you're, you're 100% yeah, right. I, no and I, I agree with that. But here's where I, here's where I see that is the only thing and I and they could even still win with this but playing the bucks this week especially if say Brady's out 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the, with the Bucks defense playing the way they way it is, if you're only throwing seven passes and two to three of them have already been intercepted by the Bucks, to me that might be the prime time to bring Ritter in. Yeah, now that would be different. Yeah, I'm yeah. Fi- I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. I'm just saying if yeah. they come in and they play a really good game and they win, I just don't see Ritter coming in this season. Unfortunately, even though I would really like to rather see Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think I, I'm taking this dude. I think Atlanta does have a very good shot of being able to take, and this is a surprise, man. Last year I was not an Atlanta fan. Um, they just had nothing working for them this year, made some changes, brought in some more talent. They got a quarterback, you know, again, in Marcus Mariota, that's just good enough. I'm not saying he's elite. He's just good enough to get the job done. And again, I think having a Drake London on this offense is really helps solidify that wide receiver core that was extremely last uh, lackluster last year. And then again, just imagine if Ridley was here. God, I know. Which, like, <laughs> hey man, take it or leave it. Ridley even comes back. Yeah, because there's talks that he might not even come back. Yeah. So, I'm actually going to leave that. I don't. Th- I don't think he's going to come back, man. You don't think Ridley plays back plays anymore? No, I don't think so, dude. I think the okay. fact that he left under the pretenses he did, which was not the fact that you know he got busted. He left originally because of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I just, I just have this. I see the pattern of people that have mental health issues in football. It kind of you really struggle hard with that because mental yeah. health is such a difficult thing to deal with when you're not playing an elite sport, <laughs> like, right? You're right. Like a normal day-to-day job, having mental health issues is freaking difficult. And now you're in a high pressure environment of playing professional sports. I can only imagine, you know? So to me, I don't know. And then you got that year suspension and you, we really haven't heard much. You haven't seen him be practicing. Like no one said anything. Oh, he's off in the, he's practicing, getting ready for when he can. None of that, dude, we're not hearing anything. I don't know if he's coming back. Yeah. Sad. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys. Well, that is our take it or leave it. So let us know what you think. Would you guys take it or leave it? Taking Allen Robinson or leaving it that it's uh, Allen Robinson's fault or it's Matthew Stafford's fault. Do you guys think Atlanta is actually going to beat the Bucks this weekend? Boom. And then eventually win this NFC South division. I'm in. I'm all in on that. I think it's crazy, but I love it. Absolutely love it because I think it's just so out in the dark because no one saw that coming this year. It was going to be right. the Bucks and the Saints. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm loving this Falcons team coming out of nowhere. Um, but thanks again, guys, uh, for listening to another episode of the Football Monsters podcast. And we'll catch you next time. See you guys. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not here on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts Oh, these chains can keep me down yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cruel, mind like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you